Welcome to the Proper Lookout Podcast, published by the Statutory Insurance Group of McCabe Kerwood. In this series, our CTP experts will discuss a range of topics, sharing their thoughts on an industry trend or an intriguing legal issue, explaining the intricacies of an important case, and hopefully imparting some of the knowledge that they have gained. Welcome to another edition of the Proper Lookout Podcast. I'm Helen Huang, and an associate in the statutory insurance team, and I am here today with Hamira Hadiri, another associate in the statutory insurance team. Hi, Helen. Thanks for having me today. Ah, no problems. So what will we be discussing today, Hamira? At today's podcast, we will be looking at section 3.38 of the new Act, which essentially looks at when can statutory benefits be reduced for contributory negligence under the new Act. Oh, that's going to be interesting. Tell me more. As you know, statutory benefits are payable on a non-fault basis, whereas damages are only payable where the injured person can prove fault by the owner or driver of the vehicle in use. Under the new Act, the insurer must give two liability notices in any claim for statutory benefits. The first notice is given within four weeks, uh, stating whether the insurer accepts liability to pay statutory benefits during the first 26 weeks after the accident. And then the second notice must be given within three months, stating whether the insurer accepts liability to pay statutory benefits beyond the first 26 weeks. So can I ask, why is the insurer required to then give two notices instead of one? The rationale for requiring two notices is that issues of contributory negligence and minor injuries only arises after the first 26 weeks. Clause 4.26.2 of the Motor Accident Guidelines requires the insurer to include in its second liability notice and a statement regarding its assessment of whether the injured person suffered minor injuries and its assessment of contributory negligence. So the insurer has essentially three months to investigate the circumstances of the accident and make a decision on any reduction to statutory benefits of the injured person as a result of their contribution to the accident. Ah, okay. So then when can statutory benefits be reduced for contributory negligence then? Under Section 3.3 of the Act, for any period after 26 weeks, um, statutory benefits are to be reduced in accordance with any contributory negligence of the injured person. The Act provides that a motor accident is caused by the fault of the person if the contribution is greater than 61%. So if the injured person's contribution exceeds 61%, they're not entitled to any statutory benefits beyond 26 weeks. Obviously, if their contributory negligence is less than 61%, their weekly statutory benefits may be reduced in proportion to their level of contributory negligence. And more importantly, this only applies to weekly payments. So you just discussed the injured person's contributory negligence exceeding 61%. What happens 
then when it is less than 61%, how does that apply to the statutory benefits? So if their contribution to the accident is less than 61%, their weekly statutory benefits may be reduced in proportion to their level of contribution to the negligence. So if their contributory negligence is less than 61%, does that reduction apply to, say, weekly benefits, treatment and care, or does it just apply to weekly benefits? It only applies to weekly benefits. So if the injured person's contribution is less than 61%, then they will receive their treatment and care payments beyond 26 weeks with no reduction. Ah, okay. That's good to know. So obviously we touched on the 61% if it exceeds that figure. What happens or is there a section in the Act that provides for a mandatory reduction? Yes, so under the same section 3.38, the Act provides that the claimant or the injured person, rather the injured person who was under the influence of alcohol or who was not wearing a seatbelt or who was not wearing the helmet at the time of the accident. So there is a mandatory reduction for those, in those circumstances. Ah, I see. So that's very similar to the New South Wales Court of Appeal case law decisions. So I'll just briefly mention them. In the case of Petraco and Griffiths, it's a 2007 New South Wales Court of Appeal decision and they basically established that when alleging contributory negligence based on the failure to wear a seatbelt, the onus is on the defendant to establish that a seatbelt was not worn. So that that pretty much goes to clause 4.26.2 where the insurer has three months to investigate that and the onus is on the insurer. And then in the other case law decision of McKenzie and the nominal defendant, another Court of Appeal decision in New South Wales in 2005. I'll give a bit of a background to understand it. The plaintiff was the pylon passenger on an uninsured motorcycle, which was ridden by Mr. Brown. Mr. Brown and the appellant were both heavily affected by alcohol. The motorcycle ran off the road and the appellant was severely injured. At first instance, Justice Cooper found that Mr. Brown had breached his duty of care to the plaintiff. He had clearly done so by riding the motorcycle whilst intoxicated and subsequently lost control. However, in finding 100% contributory negligence, Justice Cooper found that the plaintiff was the author of his own misfortune. And what he means by that is the motorcycle was owned by the plaintiff he had control over it at all times and he had gave Mr. Brown the keys to the bike and decided to ride with him even though he knew Mr. Brown had no experience in riding motorcycles, was unlicensed and affected by alcohol. On appeal, 
the Court of Appeal reduced the finding of contributory negligence from 100% to 80%. So assuming contributory negligence is found, how does the insurer reduce the percentage of the statutory benefits? If there is a dispute about the percentage of the reduction on account of contributory negligence, the insurer is required to make the weekly payments with the reduction the insurer considers appropriate pending the uh, determination of dispute by the dispute resolution services. All right. Thank you for discussing the matter with me. What would you say is the take-home message from this podcast? That the insurer essentially has to give two two notices and then the insurer has three months to investigate the circumstances of the accident to make a decision on reduction of the contributing negligence in the second notice. So that's after the 26 weeks. Well, there we go. Thank you for listening to this podcast and we will see you next time in our next podcast. Thanks, Helen. Thank you, Hamira. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Proper Lookout podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. For more information on anything discussed, please contact Peter Hunt at peter.hunt at or visit our website to see McCabe Kerwood's full team of specialists.